When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. Don't say it. Feels like a Monday. It's not. Uh, this is the morning sickness. I'm already yelling at you. I'm already reprimanding you bastards. <laughs> now get in your seats and do your jobs. Uh, my name's John. There's Brady. Brett Fesley's here. Big Dick Toledo. Uh, ready to go. Tuesday, fast three-day weekend. Zoom by. Man. That was a quickie. That was. What a party. Yeah, but uh, a lot happened. A lot happened. And here's my, uh, my start to the week. Uh, I have to say this. To any moron who lit fireworks last night, you just don't understand what Memorial Day is. Don't. <laughs> don't do yeah. that. This is not, it was not a celebration. It was a time of remembrance. You know the story. Uh, uh, I actually had it kind of put in a one-minute synopsis on TV last night. It was wonderful. But uh, was it Remembrance Day? Is that what it was originally called or something yeah. like that? And it was the, the Union soldiers that were being held captive. And a bunch of uh, uh, black uh, guys came in and, and got them out. And, and, or like they held captive and they killed them and whatever. And they, they killed them and then they worked on getting them out of this place where they were just leaving them. And they called it that, the Remembrance Day. It's actually uh, like if you look into it, it's, it's stunning. Like Amazing a, it's, a, story. it's a stunning moment in American history. And we sit there and some jackasses are launching fireworks going, love the troops, love them troops. It's not about that. That's Veterans Day. The confusion is ridiculous. Plus, uh, for veterans, I don't think bombs is a good idea. So you're really pissing off two groups of people, uh, you know, somebody trying to remember and somebody who's a veteran. It's just for Decoration Day or something, like that, I think that was called. But it was, it's an amazing story. Like, if you go back and read the details, and I'm not even going to try to get into what it was, but it was a crazy, like, how down. Like, it's a sad day. It's not a day to celebrate. And we do that, you know. That's cool, whatever. I'm still going to grill. <laughs> you can no, grill. It's, yeah. it's wild that you grow up the whole time not really knowing right. Memorial. Yeah, when you're younger, yeah, nobody, yeah, nobody you're, knows. You're you get a day off. A day off. In. You party, yeah. and, you have, and it's like, wow, you get older, and you're like, geez, this is not a, this is a somber day. And we do it to all of them, it seems yeah, like. Well, I mean, the further it gets down the line. All of our holidays are horrifying. Well, it should yeah. be a day to remember, not That's celebrate. Celebra- I mean, it. you know, just, remembrance yeah. is what it's supposed to be. You know, not to reprimand everybody. You still have a nice time and enjoy your life. But still love Memorial Weekend. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend's amazing. <laughs> Watch some baseball, but just, you know, take, take a couple seconds to do that. Yeah. Another thing that I'm watching right now, and this, look, I'm a white guy. I think you know that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
speaking for the blacks, and maybe that's not a great idea in 2021. <laughs> there we go. But aren't you guys, aren't, well, I'll just say it like I'm black. Aren't we a little pissed off that all these 70 and 80 year old white guys suddenly are like all about Tulsa? Showing up at our ceremony? Yeah. Isn't that. Does anyone Nobody care about like, the Tulsa massacre. What happened? You yeah. been since 1960. You've been uh, here since 60. This guy's been here since 68. This yeah. guy's been here since 74. And all of a sudden, they're the they're the heroes of the Tulsa massacre. Did I, they're the ones. Am we I hearing to? correctly? The first. What do you mean? First, uh, like Maybe, celebration or or the first president to attend or yeah. someone that yeah. that high of. Yeah, well, it's the hundredth anniversary, so they're using yeah. that as a. Thing, but all of a sudden, these guys who I guarantee you 15 years ago barely knew about this. So they passed on the 75th anniversary? Or the yeah, 50th? 70, 25 years ago, <laughs> it was like, well, we'll wait for the century mark and see if they're still mad about it. <laughs> they burned down Tulsa because it was a thriving black uh, business center. Yeah. It was actually full of wealthy African Americans 100 years ago, and a bunch of white guys came in and burned it down, and they had an air raid support. You know, the only reason America knows about it is because of the Watchmen. I'm not, gonna lie. Show on HBO. I'm not going to lie. I never heard of it before like a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago when this, when this all started coming up. It's yeah, never, never heard taught. of it. I learned it from a comic book nerd who was trying to explain to me uh, the TV show on HBO, The Watchmen. Mm-hmm. And it was on Caliendo's podcast. He had these nerds on every once in a while to explain right. like this nerdy stuff. And he started to go into the Tulsa massacre. And I said, what is that? I'm like, I, and he goes, you don't know. And I'm like, I, I think that's the first I've ever heard of it. Yeah. And he explained it, and I'm like, this is – and Frank said the same thing. We were sitting on this podcast going, I'm embarrassed that I don't know about yep. this. And to watch Biden and Mitch McConnell, and I don't care what side you're on, whoever's standing in there, white and old, who acts like this has been something that's been on their mind for a long time, is pandering, pandering to the highest degree of it. You know, it's, it's about time we step in and acknowledge yeah, this it's about time. 100 years. We old white – all the guys who look like they're on money should stand here and tell black people how, how bad it was. They knew. They're the only ones who knew. So to our brethren of color, I'm not involved. But I will tell you this. Uh, I know about it now, and I guess I feel better about that. So I'm I'm involved in that way, and uh, wow. I mean, that's an American history story that nobody's taught. You you either? None of us. No clue. I watched – I saw part of the movie. I don't even know what the the movie was called, but, you know, it was – chronicling that yeah. and you see that when you're talking about the air raid coming down the street i mean they're no idea they're reenacting the whole thing it's yeah unbelievable because uh yeah if you watch hbo's watchman it was kind of like what's the what, what do they keep mentioning the tulsa thing for they realize it was real that's why i and that's pathetic on my end that's sad and pathetic on my end that i didn't even know about it but uh yeah so that was a very real moment in american history and now you got all these white-haired old white guys sitting there telling everybody, well, of course it's been a tragedy and this is awful and blah. It was like, oh, my God, you pandering piles of garbage. This is why I hate all politics. That's why I hate all of them. That's why I don't know how you can be on one side or the other when you see your side doing this and say, oh, it's great that they're doing it. It is nice that they're recognizing it. Sure. Let and, them and have you have the to day. look at it on the other side of it that, all right, I guess finally it's acknowledged. Yeah, or, oh, you know, you that's know, fine. But let the – you know who's been acknowledging it for a long, long, long time? The, the black people, they're the ones yeah. who've been acknowledging it forever, and we've been ignoring it. So. Well, it, or we, you know, I didn't even know about it. But uh, they drug out a 107-year-old woman and a hundred, her 102-year-old brother who were there. Now, the 102-year-old, I'm not going to sit and take his account for it. Yeah. He was two, for God's sakes. Plus, he's 102 now, so I'm not so sure his memories <laughs> are. The, old, the 107-year-old woman, it was 
mind blowing, like the stuff she remembered and how it went. Oh, it was crazy. And she, they drug her in front of a mic and wheeled her over. And she's like, she's 107. It's like, she was six when this went down. It's like, okay, let's give this a shot. And she was awesome. So was she, I mean, I don't know the backstory. So did she end up in an orphanage or something? No, I don't remember parents? any of that. She, I, I just, wonder where that, you I, know, at seven. At first I was kind of like, come on, you can't roll out the the, cent, the centurions yeah. to tell me about what happened. It's not real reliable. Grandpa's memory is not real reliable anyway. But she was on it, man, and she was reading this thing. And the the brother, eh, eh, he didn't remember much. But I mean, he was still there technically. I don't know if they were orphaned or not. But they told the story, and like she started to talk about it. I'm like, man, that's legit. And then I'm not going to lie to you. I walked away from the TV for a little while because <laughs> you know, 107 year olds talking about anything is kind of hard for me to watch. <laughs> it crushes the appetite to see a 107 year old doing anything. I was about to eat, and she started talking. I'm like, this is great, amazing. But I can't look at this this life size potato. Uh, do any more talking because it's it's putting me off my my eggs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just watching all that is on TV this morning. It's like, isn't it wonderful? I'm like, no, it's not. It's not wonderful. And if Trump was there, people would have lost their minds, oh, and man. rightfully so, because it would have been pandering if he did it too. It's just gross. Otherwise, the weekend went well. I went out with the gays on Friday, my gay neighbors, and this is a this is a treat. Went to the Swizz. Uh, did some bits at the Swizz. I swizzled in. I swaggered out, Brady. And I was at the Swizzle, and uh, I took my, my neighbors, Michael and Troy. And uh, the excitement that listeners uh, show when they meet the gay neighbors <laughs> is exciting. Oh, you're Michael and Troy. And Michael's like, oh, Jesus Christ. He goes, we get it all the time. We get recognized every time we have some plumber at our house. Or someone to work on, some blue collar. <laughs> they come to the house and they're like, are you the Michael and Troy? That is that John's house? It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. And then we get a little drunk and then they start talking about filthy stuff and it gets hilarious. It was a riot. We went over to Dick's Hideaway and a couple people were there and generously gave up their table of four so they, could, they moved to the bar. Nice. So, and they're like, well, anything for Michael and Troy. And I'm like, what the hell's going on around here? <laughs> Shanman's there from here. And he goes, this is Michael and Troy. I'm like, you know? When are you awake? And he goes, I've heard about him. Bartender knew. The other people knew. It was great. Michael and Troy, the gay neighbors. They're, they're popular in this Celebs. City. That's right. Local celebs. And they love it. So if you see them, just to fire off homo power. And they love every second of it. Just screaming at them. I'm if you sure. see them down the street, <laughs> hey, homos. They'll know that that's you saying hi. <laughs> we know you. If you see Michael and Troy, say, Holmberg says hi, homos. <laughs> They'll love it. It's hey. Great. Hey, homo. Hey, homo. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's turning into slave from South Park. Jesus Christ. But it was there. that was pretty fun. Other than that, the weekend went so fast. You guys went to go see Brett Ernst yep. Sunday. The Your cousin. The Goomba. <laughs> yeah. Did they bond Man, even harder? Oh, was it the awful bonding together? Was ridiculous. You ate food we with did. Brett Ernst and Brett Vesley. Yeah. yeah. That had to be. Like, there had to be a lot of, oh, mm, mm, oh, oh yeah. Well, mm. when the food came out, there was no talking, just no? that. Oh, yeah, just the oh, oh, mm, Can you fresh get pasta, over? Fresh pasta, fresh pasta. Where did you go? We went to the Blue Hound. Oh, okay, downtown. And right. they make uh, next they have to my a pasta apartment. dish there that they make. <laughs> it is. My apartment's in we that same building. We talked about it. Oh, we we tried to uh, see if we could yeah, get actually, up there. Yeah, it's Doug's apartment, but I, yeah. I think I'm in on that. I think I may have drunkenly agreed to, to half of that. I'll be there tonight. <laughs> one of that Suns game. So oh I'm yeah, going back in there again. I might, I might be driving in from downtown tonight. So Toledo should have a best of maybe for tomorrow. There's or, a good uh, chance. Okay, yeah, 
There's a good chance of that. But yeah, I would. I like eating with Italians is always fun because I went out with you once to an mm-hmm. Italian place, and I think your who went uh, your aunt Allen. Yeah, aunt Allen went. Yeah. There was another Italian there, if I remember right. <sighs> Maybe not. I can't. I just no. remember Brett. He me- oh. Mm! <laughs> Can you believe the? I'm like, well, there's not even words coming out of his mouth. But the finger pinch, and the, that's how you know they like it. Oh! Yeah. So you had that, and then you guys went off to watch Brett's show. Yep. We and went over the show, went across the street, watched the show, and um, it was a special show because it kind of went off the rails at the end. Yeah. We had uh, this drunk teacher <laughs> just was kind of interrupting the whole time. Talking to the stage. And to her friends across the street, talking to the stage, across the table. Sorry. Oh, that's a loud teacher. <laughs> but she actually got up and went over five tables to talk to another During girl. the show? Oh, she was making rounds. Yeah. Walking and around. it looked oh, like yeah. they were exchanging information, and all of a sudden... Um, all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Brett talks about addressing the whole uh, – what would it be? Um, some of the stuff like they, them. Oh, yeah. yeah and just saying, look, don't get mad at me if I'm confused. Right. I don't understand it. And he kind of goes off on, on that yeah. and then starts talking about hipsters and all this. And so right. the, the teacher sitting next to a guy that looks like a hipster. He's a hipster. Right. And all of a sudden he's like, okay, what's going on here? She says, I'm a teacher. <laughs> and he just raises his hand, does the uh, hand up, yeah. shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing a show. If you were teaching your class right. and your students were talking on that, you know, just her, right. you wouldn't be doing it, right? <laughs> Yells her school <laughs> name out. He's like, sit down. Then when she goes over to make the move over to the other girl, he's like, all right. This is I'm after sorry. she got yelled at from the stage? Yeah, she oh, yeah. gets yeah. up to talk yeah, to yeah. her? Yeah, and then yeah. goes around the corner and she, she gets up. Leaves real quick, comes back because she had to go to the bathroom probably. Right. And then goes over to the other girl to talk with her. And it's like, all right, you know what? Get the F out. Get her out of here. Yeah. And the crowd's they reacting, going you know, crazy. But then the guy stands up and um, – Her husband or whatever he is. Yeah, we, whatever, he whatever he was. Yeah. He said he's polyamorous. He's got a that's, few. That's how a he couple. led. And, right. Oh, yeah. That was – yeah. like – What's polyamorous? I mean, technically we all are, but <laughs> yeah. you try and to And he lock goes, all right, but he's like, your, your girl's out of there. Could have been the wife. We don't know. Yeah. Right. And, and he stayed. And he says, I got to tell you, I love you, bro. His his date got kicked out, yeah. and, and he go, stuck around. And he stuck around. And, and go, Brett was breaking his balls about that. He's like, your woman's gone. I wouldn't want to be with her either. <laughs> I don't want to be with her. And I wasn't there, and she sounded awful. Oh, but she was. But he says, I like your style because teach me how to do that. Yeah. Because if my wife was kicked out and I stayed in the club. I have friends who have a, uh, their marriage is, is normal, I guess. Yeah. But they have, and I've taken every man for himself. If you f this up and it's good, you're the one who gets kicked out. I don't go. I don't fall on your sword if you're acting like an idiot. Yeah. And there's been times where she's like, "I'm leaving." And he's like, "Okay, you're not te- you're not coming with me." No, I, I didn't have the problem. You're the one making the stink. And I'm like, "How's this happening?" And she'd storm off and wait in the car. And I'm like, "This." This is how it's supposed to be. Like, if you disagree, like, you don't have to just go. Right. 
which is great because if a guy goes, I'm out of here, forget it. A girl sometimes stay and nobody. But if a dude, like he has to go. You do. That's awesome and that he, he goes, stuck around. How are you doing it? I want to know. I'm proud of Stick him. Stick around. I got some more questions for you. <laughs> yeah. And the way he turned it and <laughs> oh, made it hilarious. It was smooth. Yeah. It, it was, was smooth. It yeah. Was. But flat amazing that the guy gave him the gift of staying at the table. And then they hung and out her friend afterwards. Too. Her friend was there, too. She wouldn't leave either. She's like, no, no that's fine. I'll just, she I'll just want, stay in the show. She didn't want to be yeah, you don't want to get associated like, with that knob. Yeah. I'm just be quiet. What do you do? That just tells me everybody at that table is telling her to shut the f up too. Yeah. Well, she don't was for, lost. Oh, don't yeah. forget during the show, oh, this they're hilarious. they're like sitting here writing. They're figuring stuff out and they're getting loud about the the bill, like the tip and they, everything oh. else. He didn't know what was going on. He stopped the show to go and help them with their tip. <laughs> he goes, "Let <laughs> me like, help you. Yeah, <laughs> take your twenty five, right. <laughs> double it. Yeah, it's twenty five bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you take two fifty. Yeah, because they were front row." They were right and, up and front. Yapping, so he was. Yapping. He's like, dip, 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 dip. just listen to me. I'll wow. help you on this. Wow. Yeah, I don't know how that. I don't know how people tolerate that. But you get them drunk, and you have. I've had moments that one time I was at Bob Marley, and the lady in the front row kept going, "That is so true." Yeah. The one time my friend and and Marley's like, "Are we having a conversation right now?" <laughs> oh, you were talking about. And he goes, "Yeah, but I was talking to everybody, not just you." And she goes, oh, "Okay, I'm sorry." And he tells another, and she goes, "Me too." Once I was at this thing, and he's like, "I can't believe you don't recognize you're in a room of 500 people." You know we're here. Yeah, you know there's like 499 other people I'm chatting with, and Marley was thrown. Like, what? She's he was. and he's like, "Okay," and then she started to just say stuff. And he's like, "That's great. Are you done?" Yeah. Okay, I'm going to get back to talking to everyone else in the room. That was awesome. Yeah, I love when they lose it. And then she's like, and then the best part was, she's like, you can't kick me out, though, because I run Devil's Advocate across the street. So she was free. Oh, that's right. She was free all night. Oh. She brought about nine people with her and thought she owned the room. Were so, you oh, um, was brutal. in the room the one night? Yes, you were when um, the guy before Tracy Morgan. Yeah, oh, I was Tracy wasn't at was that. Sit- sitting go to that. in the uh, audience because he wanted to hear the guy. But. He wasn't going in there to hear the guy. He told him he was going to hear the opener, but he's he's talking to this chick next. He week. was hitting on chicks while while his opening act. I got to tell you, you're sexy. Yeah, you're sexy. You growing. can hear Tracy Morgan <laughs> over yeah. everything else. I've never seen right? anybody sexier. <laughs> you you gorgeous. And there's Tracy Morgan like in the room. Oh my god, I got to sit with you guys. And this doing this opening exactly act. what you're not supposed yeah. to be doing. Jesus. But he's kind of noticeable too. It's like that's who we're here to see. <laughs> oh my god, you're beautiful. I'm going to take you into show business. Like Tracy, can I do my yeah opening act? Keep going. I'm busy making You're good. some. I'm making. I'm making ass play. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I've never seen the headliner disrupt like that. It was great. I've been to a couple where Ralphie kicked some people out. Yeah. I've been to a few where, but Ralphie just did that. He loved those moments. What kicking people oh, out? Oh, he just loved when somebody embarrassing gets somebody? fired up. Oh, you came to a comedy show. Why are you so uptight? Why you got so much sand in your giner? That's it. We're leaving. He ain't going nowhere. He doesn't love you. The the one time the <laughs> lady that got up and was like, get out. Yeah. And what's great at the improv, some, they got the speakers out in the main area. Yeah. yeah. So she was kicked out, out of there, but she could hear him. No, he, he just, just on, railing her. And also she's yeah. trying to get back in Yeah, she's door. trying to get in the door to defend herself. <laughs> See, that's what you get when you get these. My show. When you, you get, get your these show. uppity C words that <laughs> yeah. take, they got to say what's going on on this stage. It's like, oh, my God. I was there in Pittsburgh. It was 11 degrees outside, and the line to get into the Pittsburgh Improv is outdoors. And Ralphie had an 8 o'clock show and a 10 o'clock show, and we're freezing. And we're going to the 10 o'clock show, and I'm right up front waiting to get in. And every time the doors open, 
to this thing, you're in the club. Right. So the stage is right there. And I just, I knew we were in trouble when I heard, I don't give a f- how many people are standing outside. That dude is done. And the next time through, it's like, I'm doing a, or it was like a, a you guys, I'm doing an extra hour. Yeah. Cause I don't care anymore. This, this mother. And he was going off on somebody and we're standing out there shaking in a 14 degree weather. And I'm like, we're, we're going back to the room. I've seen Ralphie a hundred times. Oh, it's a show player. Like, we didn't go to your stupid show. You didn't start until midnight. I give the people extra. I'm like, you give you gave us frostbite is what you gave us, jackass. <laughs> and then I said, I hope they find you in a closet in Las Vegas. Oh, I feel terrible about man. that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> ah. Anyway, happy Memorial Day, everybody. Enjoy all the celebrations of white people telling black people how wrong Tulsa was today. Because, whew. If there's anybody out there that knew about it, congratulations to you because you circumvented the public school system that never told us about yeah. Tulsa. Ever. If they did, I ditched that day. We got four or five days on Pearl Harbor. We never got a Tulsa day. If it, if it was maybe an hour the yeah. whole year. that was, And maybe they teach it now. But they sure didn't when I was there. No. That was not part of it. Crazy. But uh, now, I mean, we go in that deep. Uh, never really heard of uh, the Red Tails until... Yeah, the Red Tails were more of a superhero group. Yeah. Yeah, The movies taught us that one better. The Tuskegee Airmen was mentioned. It was about two or three minutes of a class. Yeah, we didn't get And then they had some uh, Negro pilots. Anyways, there was uh, (laughs) another great thing that happened in the war is when this Sergeant York, I'm like, this isn't even the same war. (laughs) What are you doing? Anyway, it's great stuff. (laughs) Let's get back to York. You're talking about World War. Was that two or one? Doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, Gary Cooper played him, and he was fantastic in the film. Yeah, it was we we no wonder when you got drunk teachers at like that. Of course, then again, if I was a teacher making my twenty eight k, then she was outside pleading her case after the show. Really? Yeah, to, to some I don't know if it was just oh, somebody she, that worked there. She was just she up there money pleading back? her case. I, I don't know. Oh, I was just fantastic. but she's like I'm just sitting there. Oh God. Ugh. Let me give her a did, smack. Did in the you mouth. guys hang out with Brett afterwards, Ernst? Uh, we and just tried uh, to find her. A couple minutes said goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, would have been great to get that all. I, well, I pointed out they're both here, and he goes, "I know, I know." <laughs> wow, well, active weekend—that's for darn sure. I great played um, golf at the Phonikin, mm-hmm. you know, the Phoenician, and as we're finishing up the round, the guy at the right at the cart that scrubs your clubs and stuff. Yeah. I'm loving, I'm um, having a great Brady's 80s weekend. Just out <laughs> yeah, of work. Yeah. Like, yeah, no I got a couple people that mentioned that. Said, uh, yeah. And then Jeremy texts me and he goes, some of these dad jokes fall flat without you guys making fun of them. <laughs> because he had to sit and listen to the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, if the dad jokes come on and you guys don't go, oh, it seems like he means it. I'm like, oh, he means it. We're the reason those things are known as dad jokes. Oh. I heard one or two, uh, fake Brady here. Yeah. Hey, everybody, fake Brady. I heard none of it. I lived it. I live it every day, Brady. I forgot. I kind of forgot about it at one point. I just turned on the station. All of a sudden, I hear Joan Jett, and I'm like, what the hell is this? There's a lot of interesting stuff. Take me home tonight. But it pops. Yeah, oh, yeah. Some of them show up. You're like, hey, this actually isn't so bad. Anyway, I hope everybody had a great Memorial Day. hope you're all recovered. Tuesdays are always a tough comeback, but you'll be fine. Uh, Just don't tell everybody it's a Monday. Everybody knows it's not. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, get this four-day week started. 585-9800, we'll scream it together. It's 98 KU, but he wake up! 98. What? 98. No way! 